Well, hello, everybody. This is Impacting Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King. And I'm coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. That's right. I'm the sheriff of Impactville. And I'm sitting atop the Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair, who happens to be my foster mom who saved my life from a life of hell. You know, ladies and gentlemen, on this show, every Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, whenever the time arises, we like to bring people on this show who are making an impact. And you have seen nearly 300 guests that we've had and the thousands of people that we've reached from 44 states, 37 countries, and 27 different platforms around the world. Well, tonight, I said, you know what? We want to continue that theme, but we want to do it with a different flavor. That is, yes, someone who is taking the challenge of running for political office, local office. Can you imagine somebody really wanting to put themselves out there to do it? Well, my guest tonight, Lisa Carpenter, is doing that very thing. She is a phenomenal woman who has a vision and a platform for the county of Onslow, North Carolina. Lisa Carpenter has been an integral member of the Onslow County since her arrival here in 2011. Now, listen, I want you to understand something that when somebody comes to a county, they do it because they want to be there and so she's been here and she has managed responsibilities as a wife a homeschool mom a mary Kay sales representative uh in her early years in jacksonville uh, our transition away from mary Kay business uh of 14 years led her to be the committee chair of the boy scout troop 197 and founder of the cub pack 197 while managing the operations of the family small business the lawn butler in 2019 shortly after joining the onslow county republican women's club she was recruited to run for the position of club president and guess what she did such a phenomenal job she's a roll up her sleeves kind of person that the club earned the coveted national federation's diamond achievement award for the first ever in the club's history. Now, what I had told her in our pre-show, what I talked to Lisa about in our pre-show, this is stuff y'all can't know, but I said, you know what? I have really gotten captivated by this local level leadership. Like, man, the grassroots, where it really is. Do you know why it's so important for you, I believe, to get in local politics like my friend Lisa Carpenter is? Is because guess what? After this show, after we pull the levers, after it's all said and done, you're going to see these very people in the Walmart. You're going to see them in Food Lion. And so when you talk about really uh, being in touch with those that are making policy decisions and setting the course of an, to an untried breeze in your community, this is somebody that we brought on the show for you tonight. And so she's running for Oslo County Commissioner. And so I'm going to, we're going to walk through and unpack what an Oslo County Commissioner is. I want you guys to understand it. We're going to educate you. I'm going to introduce you to the awesomeness of Miss Lisa Carpenter. And then we're going to let you decide after that. But I know you're going to love her. You're going to connect with her. I want everybody to put your hands together and join me as we in the Impact Life 24-7 community, collectively all across the world, join in celebrating and welcoming to our virtual studios, the one and only, none other than Miss Lisa Carpenter, County Commissioner Candidate. Welcome, Lisa. <laughs> What'd you think of the introduction? Was that pretty good? Holy cow. <laughs> I feel like I should 
should leave the room and start over again because nobody else needs to come in. <laughs> well, that's okay, ma'am. This is what they pay me to do so i'm so i am so thankful you just wake me up every morning with that as my that, alarm that's what i'm saying sister that's what i'm saying i am so thankful that we got an opportunity to connect um through a couple different uh, community events and now just like that you're here with our global audience on impacting life 24 7 so we're going to do it right from the start just like i promised in the pre-show lisa we don't give you a minute's rest because we got a lot to c- get over with you and con- okay. and talk about talk to me about the first question i have for you is how can people contact lisa carpenter well, I think probably the easiest way right now and the shortest, since I have way too long of an email address, is to reach me via my campaign e- or excuse me, campaign website, which is Lisa, the digit four, capital B, capital O, capital C dot com. That's Lisa for Board of Commissioners dot com. So in the shortened version. Right. And uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to with that will be in the show notes. And I want you guys to know that we do this uh, very, very intentionally. In other words, when somebody comes on this show, we want them to know that this is not just a place for us to benefit, but we want them to benefit. So when we're all done with this, Lisa, like I said, 27 different platforms, this show is broadcast on Spotify. It's broadcast on YouTube. Ooh. It's broadcast on on uh my goodness, I'm, I'm going blank. Where's my team at? Where's all my? Where's all the places that we are? All the places that we are are, of course, on Apple. We're gonna send all those to you, and I want you to just share it. And and I and I believe, Lisa, that your message will resonate with many people around the country, but also locally throughout uh, Onsville County. So uh, now. I know you, and an interesting thing that I've told, I was just interviewed a little bit before me and you got together. I had to, I had to change wardrobes and get here for you. <laughs> I, I, I believe that relationships and friendships are being expedited. I really do feel that. I believe that, that God is doing something with relationships. And like me and you, just, me and you just connected, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about Miss Lisa Carpenter. Well, Lisa Carpenter, she is a uh, lover of family. I'm a Jesus freak. Um, I, you know, I, God and I have had a wrestling match over, you know, who gets number one. He always wins, but my family is really uh, the impetus of, for everything that I do. And honestly, after I finished um, my term in office as the Onslow County president, my shift, of course, was to my family because I've got... Well, three out of four boys that live in the area and all of their wives and some kids and my husband. And I just, I love them to pieces. And really, they're the reason for everything I do. So um, other than that, my church and I teach children's church, um, very active in our women's group at Lighthouse Baptist Church and very active also still in the Onslow County Republican Women's Club. When I finished my term, um, I asked the incoming president, I said, would it be okay with you if I'm the membership chair? Because I'm so impassioned by bringing women in to get involved and hang out with their people uh, and do something for the community because that's what part of what our club does, um, which I think is really important. Well, that, that is so awesome. And again, we're joined in the virtual studios here at Impacting Life 24-7 by uh, candidate for county commissioner, Miss Lisa Carpenter. And you can find her. All you got to do is go to Lisa, the number four, B-O-C dot com. That's Board of County Commissioner 
lisa4boc.com. And so go to lisa4boc.com to find out and how you can connect with her, if you want to donate, if you want to give, if you want to be a part of the movement. One of the things that, that um, when I was being interviewed somewhere, I think I was uh, appearing in Atlanta earlier today, um, we talked about brotherhood. And I love what you just said about getting women together. How important do you feel, especially after the past 24 months, Lisa, of us being mm-hmm. sequestered and isolated and all that? How do you feel sisterhood is is valuable and important in, in Onzo County? Well, um, I girl power. I mean, I can't, I don't want to sound stupid with right. that, but I do feel like there's a lot of conservative women and conservative women and conservative voices, I think are, uh, in the media anyway, they've been, I don't know, not brought into great light and to be in a room where people can love God, they can love conservative ways of thinking, which has to do with, you know, less government, more personal responsibility, um, kind of honoring individuals to make their own choices and, um, love the country. I mean, people who love the country and the country has been bashed for a long time. So to have women come together and I think women together are a powerful force. I've been involved in female ventures for most of my adult life. And well, Republicans always say we're the strength of the party. (laughs) Well, you know, and, and you know, the, the thing that I love about that is that it it, it is true. Listen, I told, uh, I told somebody, or I think I was on the show earlier today and I said, listen, I am sometimes people want to put me in a box, right? Mm. Being this global intergalactic figure that I am, they they want to put me in a box. They assume they know. And and yeah. I said, you know what, guys, I don't even think I'm a Republican or Democrat. I'm a Christocrat. Oh, oh I like and, that. And they were like, What? Yeah, but 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 here's what you said that I love how you articulated this that conservative uh, principles and approaches don't have to be always viewed with, you know, with our veins popping out of our neck and this egregious feeling the moment you say conservative. And and so let's, let's, let's dive into this for a minute, because again, I've got in my, I've got in my studio, I'm blessed to have Lisa Carpenter. You can go to Lisa, the number four, boc.com, that's boardofcommissioners.com. Lisa, and I asked my good friend, Will Argenbright, this, of course, you know, Will. Of course. How do do we, and how can we, Lisa, bridge the, the major divide between the two sides of the aisle? Because it, 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 it's, it's one thing to have your principles. It's one thing to have your, your thoughts, your plans. But it's another thing to where we can't even get off first base together. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? And, and how can we do better uh, at the local level at least? Well, um, it's funny you say that because I feel like it's pretty simple, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're more alike than we are different is what I'm finding. There is way more things that we all have in common Um versus things that, I don't know, I think media would have us believe we have that are different. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding as I'm going out and I'm knocking on doors and I'm meeting people in the community because I feel like that is one of my strengths is getting together with people. I will always find something that we will have in common that I will be able to connect with them on. And I think listening because I ask questions of them when I'm at the door, I'm not telling them about me, but just being willing to ask questions and listen and 
hear what they have to say right. is the biggest thing. And really ask for ask questions for clarification because you don't want to assume that you're understanding what they're saying until you really know that you do get it by feeding it back to them. And so that's one thing that I've really worked to do is just, and, and people do want to talk. I had an hour long meeting this morning with somebody and I think I did the least amount of the talking, even though the intention was to get to know me. Right. See that that that's so that's so powerful. But now, how how do you think we tra- how we can translate that into local government? Well, one thing that I think would be really cool. This is, I, I thought it was an original idea, and then when I brought it up to a friend who's lived in the county for longer than I have, she said, "You know, we used to do something like that in the '80s." Mm-hmm. But my idea is, what if we bring county government to the people, and we have maybe informal town hall meetings where we gather in different parts around the county at a regular time. I mean, not a regular time, but on a regular basis where a couple of county officials, a couple of school board members, a couple of maybe local locally elected municipal um, leaders come and invite the public and have an informal, let's just get to know each other. Not a big, I mean, not even let's get to know each other. Let's hear what the public has to say. Let's really take note of it, take it back to work on it and then get back to them on it. But not having just a structured time that you're allowed to talk and, and make it just more, be more accessible. If yeah. that makes sense. That That is, man. I, I think that's one thing that I, I was looking at, you know, on some of your, some of your vision that really stood out to me again I, i've i've opened up and 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 as long as people play by the rules instituted by the impact motivator which is me as long as long as as long as people are civil and mm-hmm. we're not on the attack then i've told everyone hey look if you're running for office and you like to have a have a a voice and a platform you're welcome to come on i may not even agree with you but that's okay um but but i love what you said there it's that you know we've got to take time to make time for our constituents and Mm -hmm. and oftentimes and you know this lisa but oftentimes what happens is the vote is cast the the person gets in office and then the the voters are forgotten about don't you don't you see that cycle continuing yep well, and it's funny you say that. I was at a community event on Saturday, I think. All the days kind of blur into They one. are, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I had the mic and I said, as I was talking about going out and meeting the people in the community, be it you know social events or door knocking, right. like cold calling, basically. Yeah. I said, I'm having so much fun with this that I can really see continuing to do it all the way through until I've knocked on all the doors that I can. Yeah. Because... I have, there is no more joy that I have in my heart when somebody says, you're the first person that has ever come and knocked on my door. And I thought, oh, I just got chills. I mean, that to me is just, again, we've been, I think back to your thing about COVID, we've been isolated and we've been put in this place of fear and it's better, it's safer to be by yourself, which I personally don't believe, but um, people need people. And the separation has got to stop. And we all live together in this community. And even if we do have differing opinions, it's okay. I mean, we got to get back to the, it's okay to not think the same. I mean, God did not put us all on the planet as the same. So, you know, that's interesting. I'm going to be very delicate in this next piece, but you, you just set it up for me so well. You put that golf ball right on the tee for me. Oh, good. Uh uh, Uh Oh, (laughs) As we know, those watching in the media and listening in the media, that there was a a leaked opinion about, um, you know, what the direction of Roe versus Wade is. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And I was talking to a person who is totally opposite of my view on Roe versus Wade. But I told them, I said, here's the deal that I can respect your position, but can you respect mine and us still cohabit? Right. Because here's the, here's the deal. You can argue with Lisa. Now watch this. You can argue with someone's position. You can argue with someone's theology, but you cannot argue with someone's experience. And the mm-hmm. reason why, and, and I'm just going to tell you guys, and I make no apologies about it, of course not mean, but just my personal stand, is that I got to see a young lady at the Crystal Coast Civic Center years ago that was a survival of a saline abortion. Oh my gosh, I saw her too. I saw her live. You did too? Oh, she got cerebral palsy, yeah. Yeah, she, oh. she is an absolute phenom. And the reason, and I took my girls to it, and the reason oh. why... I have the convictions that I do about life is partly due to what she said. And I said, yeah. man, that I, I couldn't, I couldn't have put it any better. And so, yeah. and so, but that does not, that still doesn't mean that um, just because I feel this way that all of a sudden now I hate people or I'm the worst <laughs> person ever. And that's, you know what I'm saying, Lisa? That's where our politics is gone. So tell me about a county commissioner, because some of our listeners may not have a clue what a county commissioner does. And you're running for the office. So I'm certain that you at least know a few things that you get yourself into. Tell us, tell (laughs) tell us what a county commissioner does. Yeah, maybe a couple. I mean, to be honest with you, when, uh, when I was asked to run, this position and when I agreed to do it I thought what in the world am I doing Uh, I I don't know anything about government I mean yes I've been going to meetings for the last month and a half but to put it in a nutshell I'm still working on that I'll be really frank with you so I can give your listeners a little bit more from my experience of going to the meetings but Mm -hmm. um, what I do know that they do is they handle the budget for the county which encompasses uh, or they you know approve and move forward with the budget which handles all the uh, common things like EMS um, and sheriff's office. Um, It oversees things like there's, I think, 34 to 37 different boards that have to do with hospital and library and economic development. Um, I'm thinking EMS, let's just make sure I get specific here, fire and rescue, you know, services for the county Um, and making sure that, um, you know, we're watch overseeing zoning and the growth in the county as far as building goes. Yeah. Kind of, um, but you don't specifically, from my understanding, because I have a book that I've been reading that was put out by the, oh my gosh, North Carolina School of Government. Yeah. And it's on the definition of a what a commissioner does. And it's changed, it morphs, it's different in each county. Okay. But um, anyway, just more or less, you know, your day-to-day things, except for roads. That's one thing I've heard. I talked to somebody at Aldi after I filed to run and she's one of my neighbors. She said, just so you know, Lisa, and she works for the county, don't let people come in and tell you that you need to work on the roads because the, the board, board you have of, no control over the roads. I was okay. like, okay. Yeah. But who, also landfill, that's another thing. So um, making sure the landfill is adequate as well. So, so who handles the roads then? The roads is the Department of Transportation. DOT. There you go. See, and that was yep. a pop, that was a pop quiz question, ladies and gentlemen. And Lisa yes, got a hundred. Woo! <laughs> 
so, one thing I got right. I said, no, you got you got a lot right. So, <laughs> you know, when, when we think about someone, because it takes, I believe it takes a lot of courage to to step out of your comfort zone and put yourself out here in the mix. So tell us about, you know, the calling that you felt to, to go to this next level of county commissioner. Well, it was an anti-calling, to be honest with you. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh, yeah. So after I finished my second year as the Onslow County um, Republican Women's Club president, I had a lot of people, you know, who loved me being the president ask me what was next. And I said, you know what? I'm going to just rest for a minute. I'm going to pivot and take care of my family. And we've got a big garden and, you know, all this kind of stuff and just kind of take a breather for a minute and um, ask multiple times through the months. And then the filing to run for office was um, paused because there was a redistricting issue. I'm sure you heard about that for the congressional districts in the state or state house of representatives and how they're each district is grouped together. And so the filing period to run for office stopped. And one of my friends said to me, have you prayed about this, about running for commissioner? Cause I really think you should do it. And I said, no, I haven't, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, I really, I did. I had a very a prayerful time that for a few weeks and mm-hmm. came to the decision after much prayer and chats with God, he wanted me to do it. So I, that's what I did. So <laughs> I threw Lee, my name in the hat. And, and you know, that's so awesome. Lisa uh, Carpenter is our guest on Impacting Life 24-7. You can find her at a very simple place. Just go to www.lisa4boc.com. Board of County Commissioners or Board of Commissioners. Board of Commissioners. Board yes. of Commissioners.com. And, you know, I... I have to admit to you that when, uh, you know, when I left the Marine Corps, I had a similar kind of scenario where, you know, my foster mom told me this, Lisa, you know, remember, you you might know a little bit of my story. But, I, I remember your story vividly. And my last foster mom, she said, you know, you can take, take all the stuff that happened to you and use it as an excuse or use it to change the world. So around 20, recording stopped around 2010, uh, let's see here. Let's fix that. Around 2010, I was recording um, in progress. This, <laughs> they won't hear that. Around 2010, <laughs> I was loving life. I was enjoying my job. I had a great job, great house, blah, 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 blah. And I, it was like her voice was echoing in my ears, Lisa. Mm-hmm. You can you can use it to change the world, right? And bullying was going on in schools and gang mm-hmm. violence and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, man, I, I, I can't just sit in this cushy job and, yep. and not do what my real calling is. And so I, I walked, I prayed like you and, and I just said, God, give me the strength to do it. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm really, I'm really, I really admire people who at the core of what they do is, is guided by faith. And mm-hmm. so I know your faith is very important to you. It and, is. And so now I got a, a question that I did not get to get. Maybe I did ask Will. But I, I was hoping I could ask the whole panel. You know, we have a, a, pan, a another epidemic in this country, and it's in every county, and it's called the opioid epidemic. Yes. And I want to know what your thoughts are because I am I'm forming a campaign, and I'm gonna I, it's going to be real aggressive. I've lost a family member. I've interviewed mm. a mother that lost her son to um, overdose. 
And I want to know what your thoughts are and what we as a county, uh, I know the com- commissioners can't do everything, but what, what should we be doing and how should we be talking about this opioid yeah. issue? Well, um, I mean, I do know it's an issue and it's a sad, sad state of affairs. Um, within, uh, okay, so the sheriff's office is going to be obviously people taking care of it. And I do know that the um, current, uh, what do you want to call it? Current sheriff and whoever comes in, I'm sure is going to be working, continue to work on it as, you know, a hot topic because of our proximity to Wilmington, I think makes us um, unfortunately a place where we've got it flowing in pretty steadily. Mm -hmm. And so it is a priority for them. And I think just like a lot of other things, there needs to be more attention brought to it. So it's not such a kind of thing and not to make it so that it's just common and nobody cares about it, but it needs to be brought to light and talked about and shared openly. Um, I do know going to the commissioner's meeting, I'm not sure. Recording stopped. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Interesting. Um, Anyway, just bringing it out in the open and discussing it more and not leaving it in the dark, because I think drug abuse is one of those things. Recording in progress. Drug abuse is one of those things that is kind of taboo, if you will. Right. To talk about. But there's real, I mean, there's people who aren't even, I think we have an idea of what a opioid user might look like and, or a drug user might look like, and it's not necessarily what everybody thinks. Right. You know? Yeah. It could it could be anyone. It could be anyone, and it it can be anyone. And, you know, the thing is, is that uh, my campaign, and I hope to partner with, uh, like, folks, elected officials, teachers, communities, this thing is called I Won't Try. Oh, I heard you say that. Yes. Yeah, I love that. We already got it in the graphics design department already with our team. And below that part will be drugs, D-R-U-G-S. Yeah. And we, we break down the effects of opioids through each letter. And so in everything that we do, Lisa, we're telling your kids to try. This is the one thing we don't want them to try. Just mm-hmm. don't try. I won't try. And so I'm, no. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you will be, uh, you know, active. And you're right. When I was on a, a two-year bullying campaign, anti-bullying campaign, some schools didn't want me to come because they're like, yep. well, if we if we talk about it, then it might increase the occurrences. I was like, no, prevention is really the best medicine. Yes. Right? I agree. Yeah. yeah so, and, you know, everything that you put in the dark, um, it just grows. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, I mean, isn't that, that's biblical, too. I mean, you need to bring things out in the light and have it in the light and expose it in the light. So. Right. That, that's, that, that, that is so true. And so I think, I think as we, as we continue to move forward, I know one thing that you have, you specialize in is uh, research and you're pretty tenacious from what I've gathered of, of getting to the, you know, the root cause, the problem solving, I guess that's got to do with maybe with your background, but how did you become such a, uh, you know, like an investigative problem solver? <laughs> you know, I'd like to give it credit to my parents, maybe. I don't know. Um, Both my folks were people who just cared deeply for people and the truth. And um, it resonates with me. I I don't even, I can't put an actual point on it. I just know uh, one of the funniest stories about, I'm curious. I guess that's it. I'm curious. Right. Um, But my kids always used to get mad at me because they'd bring over a new friend and I'd sit down with them and 
give them like the third degree. Yeah, on, so yeah. how many brothers and sisters do you have? Where do you guys live? <laughs> what school do you go to? You know, I just keep asking all these questions. And my kids are in the background like, oh my gosh, mom, they're never going to come back again. I'm like, well, I want to know who's going to be in my house and where they come from. So sorry, that's just how it is. And maybe it's a mama bear thing too. I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, but it's good. And, and those are great qualities because, you know, if you, if you're just someone that's just going to sit back and let things happen, I know you can go to Lisa for boc.com. She's got one of her, one of her elements of, of, on her platform is that she's investigative and, you know, and I love it. It says Lisa believes that decisions need to be based on facts. And, um, if the truth is hidden, it must be found and shared with all citizens. Now, this is somebody that's running for Onslow County Commissioner, y'all. This is these these are the kind of things you need to know. Uh, she also says holding public office brings the responsibility of utilizing every resource available to understand and communicate the details with each issue to the public. This ensures citizens have a complete picture before decisions are made. And and it, you know, getting that I'm a Lean Six Sigma Greenbelt, for those of you who don't know, that's about continual process improvement. So I take the little stickies and put Huge. them on. You know what I mean? I take every yes. single detail. And details matter. And so mm-hmm. I know that you, I know you were talking about that with the budget. Well, how do you feel the budget should be approached, maybe as opposed to how it's being approached now? Oh, you know, it's hard to say because I don't know. You know, all I see is what happens at the meetings. Right. All I know is what I know. And I'm thinking that there's other things that go on. Although I don't know for sure either. I do know that there's a process Mm -hmm. and it's a number of months that go on. And I, I'm thinking there's other meetings that I'm just not gone to, but I know there's budget workshops and they're broken down into little pieces, but I don't know. I, I just feel like I, and maybe it's part of the book that you get before every meeting, but I'd like to know what goes into the numbers that they get and how they arrive at the numbers. And maybe that's something I'll learn. So I can't say I would change anything yet. I just, I, I don't see that there's a lot of questions being asked at in the public's eye. Right. And maybe they're being asked behind the scenes and I just don't know that, but I'm just thinking for myself, I have questions. So yeah. And, you know, tra- you know, I, I know that we at the, the several events that I've been to, I know that transparency has been an issue, uh, a, a topic of discussion. And, you know, yes, one one area that came up that I didn't even know was a thing was this place that was purchased and people people. What was it? Equine or something like that. I don't even. Yes. Know, yeah. I don't know anything about it. But it, it, it I think the citizenry had this general feeling that it was kind of done and hastily done and nobody really knew about it. Is that the feeling? Is that the sense you got from the folks you've talked with? Yeah. Yes, actually. Um, So over, I mean, like to give you a bird's eye or not bird's eye view, but just kind of a recap of that. So um, a horse farm was purchased. Um, It was brought to the community's attention in April, which is about the time I think that I was, I started going, to the meetings anyway and i thought oh this is definitely important to be paying attention to and come to find out as information came out that the decision making process had been going on for a number of months prior mm. and it was nothing that was publicly known until the decision had already been made that tax dollars tourism tax dollars were going to be spent on this facility mm. now one thing if you go around town 
at all, and you've lived here longer than I have probably, people are always saying, oh, there's nothing to do here, la, 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 you know. And so I get that maybe they thought that it was something that would um, fix part of that problem. Mm -hmm. However, the process that led up to the decision and the final purchase, I don't think was, um, it wasn't, I hate that word transparent because I think it's overused and misused all the time, but it was not public knowledge, which was what led to the problem. And I think if they'd been clear in their communications of considering it and maybe even brought it to a vote, a referendum with the public, then people would not have been so upset or they could have had a reason to say, well, I had a choice. I had a chance to express my opinion via a vote and they didn't. Right. You know, and I think that's interesting. And again, ladies and gentlemen, guess who I'm joined by? I'm joined by you're blocking your sign back there, sister. I am joined oh. by Miss Lisa Carpenter. She's running for uh, there. She is. <laughs> She's running for Onslow County Commissioner here in the you know the region of Camp Lejeune. Do you say Lejeune or Lejeune? No. Yeah, I, I say Lejeune. I say Lejeune too. So we're going we're yeah. going to be the rebels, right? I don't see yeah. no R in Lejeune. But anyway, no. she's running for Onslow County Commissioner, and um, she's running as a bit of an outsider. Now let me ask you this, because you know you're you you've lived here since 2011, right? Yep. What is it like running for a a a office that's kind of well established? You know, you got the establishment, right? What is it like, kind of being an outsider? Um, it's it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know that there's a camp of people, obviously a lot of people that support me that are very excited about it because I do have an objective point of view, and I'm not connected with everybody necessarily but i want to say also that people that have been here for a very long period of time that don't want to see any change are probably not really comfortable with somebody from the outside coming in um i do i mean you saw on my campaign site or on the cards that i have one of the things and actually it was a a line that god gave me was a fresh perspective And I do think that a fresh perspective is always needed in all forms of government, not just here in Onslow County, but um, having people in a position for an extended period of time doesn't allow for as much creativity and progress. And I hate, sorry, I don't use that word is not my favorite word, but um, growth that will benefit the, the citizens is squelched when it's just the same people all the time. Same people over and over. You're right. That that's good. I think, you know, that, that is uh that's that's a, a you know I know you don't want to use the word progress but when but when <laughs> when we think about going forward forward you know the vision yeah. and casting a real vision um, sometimes a, a fresh perspective is what what is missing why yeah. can't we get why can't we get past this now I know that people have discussed a lot about the property taxes and mm-hmm. and that you know that has been an issue that. I know at my crib, at the ranch here, at Impacting Life 24-7, the ranch, the property taxes kind of uh, were shocking. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Is it the property taxes or the property revaluation? Yeah, yeah, price? that one, that yeah. part, yeah. Mm-hmm. So wh- what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? And, and uh, are, is there a plan that you might or a thought that you have relative to addressing it, or is it something that can be addressed? Well, I mean, the revaluation progress, uh, progress, the reevaluation process is something that is established by the North Carolina legislature. So the guys in Raleigh, um, there's a range of time through which it can happen. It needs to happen on a fairly regular basis so that 
people don't get sticker shock necessarily with it, but um, it's, what do I say? And based, they take that number and then they, just for the people that don't understand, your property value then is has a tax that goes on it. And that's how the county brings in money to pay for all the things, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And so higher property values means that there could possibly be more money coming in, but they could also bring the tax rate down. So finding that balance in there somewhere is, you know, and looking at what kind of stuff from the budget can be cut as well. So I don't know, there's a whole lot of pieces to that. Yeah. Um, and I do know, I mean, if, if people are, who are listening to this are not happy with the price that was, or not the price, but the property value that was given them, they do have an opportunity still to take it to the county and, um, you know, argue it or find out how it got there and, and see if it can be changed and altered because not each house individually is valued. It's grouped. Um, so your neighborhood might have gotten a bump of a certain amount. Right. It's not done just based on one, two, three, you know, Miller Lane. Right. So, right. Um, well, that, that's, and that's kind of, you know what? I don't, I don't get the whole thing except to know that you have a value and then the county determines what the rate of tax is to cover the budget. So that's as basic as I can get with them. Yeah, and no, there's that, much more to know. I know. Well, that's good. And I'm not an economist. I'm a speaker. They don't pay me to know numbers. They just pay <laughs> me to say what I say. Uh, but no, that's a, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? I, you don't, you do, you buy a house for, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars and you turn around and they're saying, Oh yeah, your tax value, your house is worth 1.4 million. I'm like, uh, where am I living? I'm in the wrong yeah. business here. Cause it, yeah. you know, and I talked with uh, Dr. Nate Dunlap, who's someone who's a, one of our sponsors of the show. And I, we were we were brainstorming about okay, are we potentially looking at a uh, the beginnings of a housing bubble? We don't we don't know, um, yeah. but but you know the, the you, you can't oh you can't continuously or continue to overvalue something because at the end correct you know what I mean when you get to the last house that house is going to be four million dollars right. <laughs> and you can't sell it or right. buy it and then it re right. it reverberates back throughout the market so, absolutely it's like a up and down kind of pendulum thing exactly so um now let me let me ask you this in terms in terms of your your plans as a county commissioner how long does a commissioner stay in office um it was well there was staggering terms for a little bit but i think it's back to every four years is okay. the term Okay. And it, it well, it is staggered. So I'll be in for a four year term and then there will be other people that will rotate out in two years so that it's not all brand new people all at one time. Okay. And how was it? And I, this is just a personal question. How was it yeah. like gathering a team and getting people around you and forming a campaign? How was all that? Well, it was pretty easy actually <laughs> okay. because um, like I said, the women that I met in the club, uh, the officers that served with me, my treasurer and vice president and secretary, and then other people that were key in the success that we had over the last two years were so ecstatic that I was doing this. And then the people that had asked me to run for office were so ecstatic. They would do anything. <laughs> so right, right. they're out there sitting at the polls, even during this extensively long early voting period that we have, there's a thousand volunteer hours to cover. And I'd say we're probably one of the campaigns that have the most steady amount of representation out there right now. Yeah, I see. I see it. And you can go see it too, ladies and gentlemen, just go to Lisa for BOC 
Com. She's running for county commissioner, Onslow County Commissioner. Uh, this is your first time running for this office, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you can tell by some of my answers where I think I should have more information yeah. to share about this right now. But you know what? One thing I'm not afraid to say is I don't know. I right. mean, I really... And I've had people tell me, don't ever say that you don't know. And I'm oh, like, man. but it's okay. If I don't know, it's not saying I'm just going to sit here and go, well, sorry, I don't know. I'm going to go find out. I'll find out. I know lots of people and I'm good at finding out like the first person to talk to. If they don't have the answer, then who do you know that I should talk to? And I'll go talk to that person. And you just keep tracking it down until you get the information from the expert and put it together. And that's not hard. I mean, it requires work, but I'm not afraid to work. So if so, if elected, and I'm just yes, I'm giving I'm I'm like giving you this presidential stage here. So if elected, <laughs> if elected, what would be your message to Onslow County? What be what would be your first message uh, after election day? I wish you'd given me this question before today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a softball one. It's easy. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> well, I mean, what would you, what would you oh want? Well, how it's, would you address um, your, your, these are now your constituents. So you got to be constituents. You're thinking about that. That's just a few days away, Lisa. So yeah. what are you going to say? What are you going to say to your constituents? Cause there's, <laughs> listen, watch this. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you out here. Okay. Let the speaker okay, help good. you. I mean, that's honestly, that's a, that's an important thing. You I don't know. just have one thing. I know, but I listen, know. there's you got to just get, you got to think about your elevator speech, okay? Okay. There, All there's, right. There's 50% or half of the folks didn't vote for you, right? Yeah. And then the other half did. So now you got these, you got half of the folks are disgruntled and half of the folks are happy. So then yeah. here up steps Lisa, one of the county commissioners, and she's going to address them. And she's going to take yep. 30 seconds to say something to them. <laughs> what would Lisa Carpenter say? Go. I know some of you are extremely happy that I'm sitting here right now, and some of you are not so much. But you know what? That's okay. Because we all have to live together here. We all got to work together. And I'm not your enemy. And you may not think I'm your friend, but we're going to work together and make sure that what we're doing is making good decisions for all of us, because we're citizens here too, but for all the citizens of Onslow County uh, simultaneously. And um, I will do everything within my power to bridge any kind of, hmm, I don't even know, gaps um, to diffuse any disinformation or misunderstandings that anybody might have about me, just so that you know that I'm approachable and I'm going to work for you. That was awesome, ladies and gentlemen. See, see that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that 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 was fantastic. And and listen, ladies and gentlemen, that are out there in Impactville, this is why I wanted to have Lisa on. I, not everybody gets on this show. In fact, it's a very elusive and exclusive group. Okay, and so when I when I met her, I knew that she was genuine. And if 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 there's anything that we need more of in our in our our county seats is people that are just real. You know what I mean? And I don't know all Lisa's skeletons. I don't know her, you know, theory of relativity. I don't know what she believe. I don't, I don't really care. I believe that, like I said, God is expediting relationships and mm -hmm. we need somebody that's going to fill a seat. That's going to really, really, really do it for you. And I know that's I know that's why you're doing it. I feel like I, like you said, God called you to this, and so this is this is just going to be great. The rigors of campaigning you have described them very 
uh, eloquently, like you enjoy this. And I so, do. you know what I mean? Like you, and that's what I love. It's like, man, it's not work to you. You're enjoying it. And so that that's cool being, to, being able to get out. Now, I don't know if you know this, and this, this is not a trick question, but I think Craven County might be 700 and something square miles. But Onslow County is a pretty big county, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. It so, is. So, and go ahead. Yeah, I know, because I put lots of miles on my car. And going from uh, Richlands out to Swansboro and then down to Seeds Ferry, yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. that's a huge, that's a huge, you know, you got, you got the quote unquote inner city of Jacksonville. Then you got the, right. you know, extended areas uh, out there. Uh, I think we went to Dixon the other day for a baseball game. I'm like, man, this is out in the sticks. Um, but, but, <laughs> really but not, though. Nah, it just seems like it for us. But, but you, you represent, you know, all of these, all of these uh, demographics and, and, and areas. And so I really appreciate that you're going out, rolling up your sleeves, Lisa Carpenter for Oslo County Commissioner. She is rolling up her sleeves and and really just trying to make a difference in that seat. So when is the election, Lisa? The election is Tuesday, May 17th. Tuesday, May 17th. and However, however early voting, like I said, is still going on. It's Monday through Friday. I think it's from 8 until 7 and then Saturday, eight to three, and then we get two days break, and then election day on May seventeenth. Yeah. So now, are you gonna do like a? Are you gonna do like a, like a watch party on election night? Yeah, I think so. Really? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, man, that's, yeah. that's gonna be cool. I'm gonna be checking out everybody. I'm gonna, maybe I'll just get on the road and come to everybody's watch party. As long yeah. as you, as long <laughs> as you got good food, I might just show up. Wouldn't that be something? Well, yeah. And that might be a time that I'll actually cook for myself instead of eating leftover hot dogs and potato <laughs> chips for dinner. <clears throat> well, let, who's got time or energy to cook? Who got time for that? Yeah, but I, no. but I cooked the other day, and I don't know if I may have went online and, and talked about it, but I cooked the other day, and I was trying to cook these brats, and I thought I was supposed to fry them in the pan, and uh, I set off the alarm, and the ADT folks came and said, um, uh, "Mr. King, is everything okay? Is your house burning down?" And my oh wife my and daughter, my wife and daughter, were cracking up on me. I said, "If you guys just had cooked it for me, <laughs> I don't got time for this." And so, Lisa Carpenter running for Onslow County Commissioner, uh, really a joy and a, a, a breath of fresh air for us, uh, a ball of energy, and I know that uh if elected i know that you're going to do a fantastic job so i'm giving you the floor one more time lisa this is something that we do for every guest that we have i'd like you to take about 45 seconds and just uh speak to all of our audience and just give them a word of encouragement the floor is yours thank you well i thank you all who are listening to this podcast right now because to me it means that you actually care about what's happening in your community Um, and in the world today. And I think that that is one thing that is just missing excessively right now is people that are are really paying attention. I mean, I think everybody got woke up a little bit over the last two years, but we got to keep participating. We need to keep showing up. We need to keep fighting for this great country that we live in and for our local communities and, um, you know, connecting with each other too. So do get involved. I mean, one thing I've said to some of these people I've met at their doors, I said, you know what, with the passion that you have, you should consider running in four years. This is not meant to be, you know, a a position that you have for a career. It's meant to be a service position that rotates so fresh people come in with fresh ideas. 
And so I encourage you all to continue to do that. And thank you so much for listening today. I just am very honored that CL would have me here. Um, just little old Lisa Carpenter who just loves people and, and just really loves this county we live in. We have so many great little um, areas that are unique in what they do and what they offer. And I'm so excited to bring them all together um, for the goodness of our, our, the future of Onslow County. Well, you heard it from her directly from the one running for county commissioner, Lisa4boc.com. Go there. If you if you liked anything that you heard, reach out to her and ask her some more questions. Maybe you can ask her some better questions than I did. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, but Lisa, we thank you so much for taking time out. I know you're super busy. I can't hardly ever get up with you. But that's okay because I love it. I mean, I call her. She's on the road. She's got the phone upside down. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a busy person. We love it. Somebody going to be busy for Onslow County. So, Lisa, when we let you go, I want you to stay right there because I'll have a closing comment with you off offline. But for those of you that would love to be a part of what we're doing at Impact Life 24-7, just go to clkingspeaker.com if you want to become a sponsor. I got three levels of sponsorship. We have sponsors all over the country to, that make this happen. The reason why we do this is because we're interested in making an impact in one life one day at a time. Until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, just tune in. I think I'll be on at 8.30 this week. We just got y'all all messed up. I'll be uh, interviewing somebody at 8.30 and uh, look forward to seeing you there. And until that time, God bless you and continue to make an impact in somebody's life. Go out there and do it. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you.